Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where our intent is to avoid the possibility of future misunderstandings when projects developed by or on behalf of It's a Thing, whether internally or by third parties, might seem to others to be similar to their own creative (laughs) ideas or materials. Therefore, please do not make any such unsolicited submissions to Tom or Molly through this website or by text message or otherwise. Thanks for joining us. Which is exactly the opposite of what we do. We're like, send us your things. And we're like, send us all your ideas and we will use them. And then yeah. we will, nobody will get we'll mad at credit. anybody. That's it. That's it. Uh, That's all it should is, ever be. Yeah. What is this This is from? from Legendary Entertainment. Oh my God. That's Terms a, this of is, use before using www.legendary.com. Quote, I don't know unquote, what legendary website. is, but this is not uncommon for yeah. the like entertainment world to be like, please don't send me yeah, yeah. your unsolicited screenplay and then sue me for writing something yeah. close to it because there are only eight ideas in the world. <laughs> Pretty much. And you know, we and would never do that. When you're making Dune, you've got some money, which means people are gonna be out for you. So oh, they're the Dune people, right? They're the Fremen. <laughs> the Fremen. <laughs> the Dune people. <laughs> the Fremen will totally sue you for Yeah. They'll, they'll knife you with their Chris knife. Yes, there. They will do that. They How did I remember that. Chris knife? I don't know. That I was can't good. remember most anything these days, but I can remember Chris knife. Tom and I are a little post CES right now. If you hear a tiny bit of a wheeze in my <laughs> nose and all of that stuff in his, it's yeah. because Las Vegas plus winter. Yeah. Why do they put, why do they put, and I'm not the first person to say this today. Why do mm-hmm. they put CES so close to Christmas? I don't know. You're not the first person to say that in the last like 30 years. Like, and yet they don't care. It's just when it is. I don't know, but I I have had, uh, I just peek inside the curtain. I have had that sort of, because it takes like three full days to recover from CES. There's like the one day where, Mm -hmm. you know, you get, I got home on Thursday night and I ducked out early, Mm -hmm. slept 11 hours. Got out of bed, did some things around Mm -hmm. the house, immediately started crying from exhaustion, had to go back to bed. Like, there's that day. Mm -hmm. Then Mm -hmm. there's the just kind of like, I'm just going to chill. And then Mm -hmm. there's the day where you crawl out of all of that and go, Mm. oh, my God, I have not done anything of significance since December 18th. Yeah. And everything needs to be put back together in life. And then Samsung decides to hold Unpacked the week after CES. So not cool. Just rude. Just, just rude. Unbelievably rude. And then you start crying again and have to go back to bed. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, thank you. The f- welcome to our TED Talk. Um, yeah. <laughs> I saw something in the Vegas. Oh. Where was this exactly that made me take a note that sticker graffiti is a thing? Really? Yeah. 
Okay. So I think it was uh, a bench waiting for the monorail, maybe? Was it the monorail? Or was it something else? Um, oh, no. No. It was waiting for my Uber ride back at LAX. A uh, little bench that I was sitting waiting waiting for, for my ride, ride share covered in graffiti. But stickers. Really? So, like, I'm used to benches and poles and stuff having, having like, flyers, maybe? Yeah. Or, or just, you know, spray paint graffiti covered in stickers. Like, just stickers for stuff. Some of them are websites. Some of them are bands. Some of them, I don't know what they are. Uh, I'm going to put this in our Discord, though, so everybody can see it. Uh, it, it. It's definitely, I feel like enough, you'll, when you see the number of stickers covering this bench, you're like, that bench alone makes it a thing. Right. And I'm wondering if it's it's also a thing elsewhere as well. Huh. I don't know, but I would love to know. I mean, I guess stickers are more accessible and in a lot of places they've made spray paint really, really hard to come by. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) this is not in Vegas. This is in LA. DJ culture. Right. Maybe it's an LA thing. Uh, But yeah, look at that. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, yeah. 100%. That is enough stickers to make this a thing. And the pole right next to it also covered in stickers. And some of the stickers themselves look like graffiti. Right? Yeah. Huh. (laughs) So have we moved to a post-graffiti society where it's like, you know, natural spray paint, that's for the artisans. I respect it, but I ain't got time for that. If I'm going to do my, you know, my tagging. I got to get it done. I'm just going to sticker that stuff. Well, according to um, Wikipedia, sticker art is a form of street art. No question. Sure. Where uh, images are displayed using stickers and they are known as slaps in the graffiti context, which is actually kind of awesome. I know. I like that. And they're saying like. this bench is full of slaps. This bench is full of slaps. This bench slaps. It's a thing. (laughs) This bench slaps. (laughs) Skateboard Um, Alliance of Montana. What? Is one of the stickers on there? Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Discover huh. Scuba with Josh. The Makalasi Posse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. I do. I like the idea that stickers could be making a comeback. I mean, they're obviously not great for the environment or whatever, but I, I bought them for, it's a, for uh, everybody mm-hmm. in the pool. So I can't really complain. I'm looking and just seeing if there's any, like, you know, news results about stickers. Yeah. Apparently, college football players are are doing stickers all over their helmets. All right. I'm going to give it to you. I like it. And then, obviously, let us know. Feedback at it's a thing about me. Yeah. Well, are yeah. you seeing this elsewhere? Yeah. Are you seeing sticker graffiti? Besides your laptop. <laughs> we, you know, laptop stickers have been a thing for a long time, but they yeah. seem to have escaped from the laptop. And made their way out. Uh, well, yeah, so sticker graffiti. There you go. Oh, look at Zoe. She's got DTNS stickers all over her laptop. Oh, awesome. amazing. Okay, well, I will understand if uh, while you were walking around New York City in particular, um, you didn't notice any stickers because the only thing you saw was the billboard size pictures of Jeremy Allen White in the new Calvin Klein ad. Yes, which Jeff. like. <laughs> Yeah, chef. Exactly. Which I'm like arguably sort of a week late to because of CES, but could not let I cannot let this pass. Like the I don't know if you saw it or if you felt 
the tremor of thirst that occurred <laughs> from the Earth's core when Calvin Klein, which has been doing basically the underwear beefcake ad for what, like 30 years now? Oh, yeah. No, it's just time honored tradition at this point. Like dropped the oldest of old school porn, softcore porn, I think <laughs> is the only thing we can call it, uh, with Jeremy uh, Allen White of, of course, the bear fame, Carmi. Who always, you know, it's like, it's kind of one of those, like, when you've been watching The Bear, you're like, God, Carmi is, like, ripped. Like, that dude's pretty jacked. And then I've been seeing some other pictures on Instagram. I also know something else about Carmi now. Yeah. You, you, we, we do know a lot. Like, we've got, like, and it's funny, too, because we live in a world of much more overt sexuality than, like, you and I grew up in. But it yeah. still was like, oh, that's a full frontal Yeah, my, my grandparents are not okay with this. I, yeah, no. <laughs> and I'm not sure that my parents mm-hmm. would be and and yet i think they might be because the, uh, the yeah you know they might they just, just saying might. i not, think personally everyone was you're not done like, with that until you're dead is all i'm saying and yeah. this this was a pretty universally received moment in time uh i guess he's been training to to play a wrestler right now which is why he's so but so 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 it happened and it was I mean it's rare for things to rise above in the pop culture yeah, way yeah. anyway right and so it was kind of kind of amazing that it just like was rocketing around and the the tremor of thirst occurred but then all of the the hilarious things that have come since then just make it just cement it as such a hilarious thing and so like uh the New Yorker did a cartoon <laughs> <laughs> that was just a like a postcoital scene two people lying in bed and the man saying to the woman, so what was all that yes chef stuff about? <laughs> and then their caption, and this was amazing because of it's a thing, was uh, I weigh I-Y-K-Y-K. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, you know, yes, you know. yes. And then there was a McSweeney's piece about it that was just like two moms writing to Jeremy Allen White and being like, you know what? It's a little much for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can deal. Because <laughs> let, let, let's let's get this clear. This is a public advertisement yeah this isn't i chose to tune in to a show where jeremy allen white may or may not be scantily clad or naked this is i'm just walking outside yep i'm just walking outside in new york city and or all of my friends sent me the ad the 50 second ad they did with the you don't own me song uh-huh that features like a full i like the new yorker uh title the shareable feast <laughs> Yes. Of Jeremy Allen White's Calvin Klein hat. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. And it was just a pop culture earthquake that isn't, you know, I don't know if they made any Emmys jokes about it or whatever, but it just is, it's. I mean, damn, you could keep incredible. pencils in his abs. That's impressive. It's just absurd. And that's what I love about the, like, I think it was the McSweeney's Probably piece. It's like these two moms folders. being like, I don't even want that. Like, it's too intimidating. Like, I just, <laughs> I think cousin would be, you know, more accepting of our actual real human, human bodies. <laughs> it just did not stop. So congratulations, Calvin Klein. <laughs> well done. Because well you done. have done it again. And his thing is a thing. And I'm congratulations. So <laughs> congratulations, Jeremy Allen White. Also. <laughs> Thank you. Seriously. That work has paid off. That's some hard work put in (laughs) there. Some of it's natural. Some of it's gift, you know, God's gift to Jeremy Allen, but a lot of it's hard work too. Oh, that's hard work. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, mean, it, 
is pretty insane what yeah. this man has managed to accomplish in mm, the indeed oh and thank you the chat who put the um mcsweeney's piece <laughs> it's like we appreciate the work that's gone into creating your perfect six eight five thousand pack abs <laughs> your shoulders look hewn from the same carrara marble that carmi's ancestors used to build temper temples but sir this level of hotness has scrambled our gps and we are frankly terrified to explore your highways and side streets even within the cozy confines of our private fantasy life <laughs> anyway it was a thing also one more great line and then i'll let it go if we're being honest, the sight of your perfect three-quarter size body in these iconic tidy whities <laughs> It's the three-quarter size body thing that killed me. Because yeah. all of that is true, but he's not a tall man. Yeah. Anyway, it's so, a thing. Three body problem <laughs> going on here. <laughs> hey oh. Me, Jeremy, and who else? Uh, oh, Lord. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. That's um that needs a topo map. I mean, what the <laughs> hell? Like, no one can stop of either gender or, yeah, yeah, uh, or yeah, yeah. even, I mean, there's no, this a, there's, is beyond gender. <laughs> and the New Yorker, it's like, I'm a lesbian and I can 100% be here for this. Like, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. bonkers. Uh, well, that puts my final thing for this episode to shame uh i just want to note for the record maybe i should have led with this one instead sticker graffiti was a little better um <laughs> no it's good <laughs> people saying my superpower is yeah my superpower is well that's my superpower oh i guess my superpower is listening or you know oh my superpower is being late for work or you know just every oh, whatever yeah. it is just by saying oh i guess that's my superpower my superpower is i think the related thing too is me wanting them to stop that <laughs> because that's your superpower it's your desire to stop them i mean look maybe i'm being a little midwest here and like let people own their superpowers and you know be who you are and sure. be, be proud of your skills but yeah the superpower talk has gone on just a little bit too long it this is a long time tech industry thing too i mean i think i've heard like i've been hearing founders and tech people and bcs and everybody saying this for a long time and now it seems to have just like popped out yeah yeah i think it has it is it, it is it is broken out of containment uh mm -hmm. and <laughs> and it has become a thing where I, the first time i heard it you know or maybe the first hundred times i heard it i was like oh okay yeah i, I get what you mean like you have a talent for this right yep. you know my my superpower is being able to do math in my head you know oh okay yeah that's kind of like a superpower because not everybody mm -hmm. can do that uh i have heard it devolve into like my superpower is eating frosting <laughs> or, you know, oh. just like, you know, like my superpower is, is walking outside. Uh, it's, it's become a thing where people are just describing traits about themselves, but it's like, no, that's, I don't know mm. if that fits the metaphor of my superpower is. Well, it's a lot, it's a lot more bearable if it moves into used in ironic context. Oh, I see. Now it bo bothers me more when it, cause it's not ironic. Oh. It's like my superpower is red hair. I'm like, Red hair is sort of unique, but I don't know if that qualifies as a superpower. Oh, so it's not even all the way too ironic. It's like kind no, of saying no, like, no. I'm the people I'm talking about are not saying it ironically. Oh. They're they're just saying that like here's a unique here's a thing I think is unique about me. That's worse. Mm. Yeah. Oh God, and it's not. Nothing is unique about anybody except Jeremy Allen White's abs. No one else can <laughs> yes, do that. His but superpower is very clear. His abs. <laughs> <laughs> my god oh what are we even yeah um 
Well, my next thing is is sort of a thing check and also okay. a thing because mm-hmm. I saw this really cute video on Instagram where I apparently spend all my time now and it went super viral and it was mm-hmm. these people who were like our golden retriever loves the, his stuffed yellow duck toy so much that we made a life-size one and these people bought a costume mm-hmm. of a stuffed yellow duck and the dog went ape doodle <laughs> over it and like chases them around and is so excited and even when there's no person in there he, the dog just like loses his damn mind over this life-size stuffed yellow duck and i was like oh that's adorable and the video went super viral but then randomly i was talking to uh someone i think at ces like at a, at a dinner or something uh-huh. who was talking about like oh yeah everybody is buying these evidently uh yellow is like a color that dogs can see and these right news to me and i haven't i have not duck duck goed this no pun intended mm. to <laughs> verify <laughs> but there was this whole conversation about oh everybody's buying these stuffed yellow duck toys for their dogs and i was like wait could that be related to the hilarious video of the people with the huge yellow duck thing and then there just ensued this entire conversation about these duck toys being a really big deal now i couldn't find um you know my my standard news search did turn up the extreme virality of these people who bought this the giant duck suit for their dog and took them on walks with it and stuff which made me feel like by the way a subpar dog parent i can't quite tell if there is indeed you know if this is like the new lammy the stuffed yeah. yellow duck toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Because Lammy definitely, definitely was a thing. Yeah. For kids and dogs, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it seems, so I'm kind of asking if the duck is in the Lammy territory. I, I did find one on Amazon uh-huh. that, you know, seems to be a bonkers bestseller. It's like got 15,000 ratings, four and, a, four and a half stars, and it's like 50,000 bought in the last month, which feels like a large volume. Uh, a dog toy, but I still don't know. I don't know. But I will still say I bought two. People. <laughs> six bucks. It was a six dollar toy. I bought two of them. Yeah. I have not seen this one. By the way, according to VCA Animal Hospitals, dogs see blue really well. Uh yellow, orange, and green all look yellow. And then other colors like red appear dark brown or gray. Yeah, I got from Pet Helpful that they can see yellow and blue. Yeah. And that's kind of yellow. It. And then all a bunch of yellow, colors look orange like Orange is yellow, yellow, green is yellow. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But blue is what they see the best according to VCA anyway. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so let us know if you're hearing about this duck thing. But yeah. also if you if you haven't seen the video. I mean, it's definitely a thing. Just how widespread and where yeah. else and all of that. Yeah. And just go look up the video of these people and they're stupid. Because I def I saw the life size like that alone is a thing. The life size dog toy video oh my god i definitely saw that and please let us know also when you're emailing us at feedback at it's a thing me if it also made you feel like a subpar dog parent (laughs) no i was like yeah i'm not doing that i just got judgy and was like oh yeah i mean they probably faked this filled it with treats i don't know no come on so cute (laughs) so funny that dog was so happy at least the dog was happy. What, whatever the truth is, as Honestly, long as it was a happy dog, that's all that matters. And if mine like the six dollar Amazon stuffed duck toy, I'll be thrilled. Assuming they don't gut it. Well, let's uh, get to the feedback at it's a thing dot me. Our THD Manny, um, I would say uh, Manny is like you know Dean 
<laughs> oh, whatever, yeah. You know, not just a THD. Yeah, he's like, like an emeritus at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manny's back with a new meme thing. Manny says, short and sweet here, new meme that's probably going to be gone in a month. But for now, it's a thing. That's about it. It's toothless <laughs> from how to train your dragon in a cartoon animation dancing. And it's everywhere. <laughs> so the character toothless from <laughs> how to train your dragon dancing. Okay. To drift Vale city is apparently yeah. the song in and this somebody, particular example that Manny sent. Yeah. Right. And somebody made an entire hour of it. Cause, wow. uh, cause also hour long, you know, vibe videos also, as we have covered previously a thing. So very true. Toothless dancing into an hour long drift Vale city pop video like multiple things all in one. I mean, this is so random and amazing that I now expect to start seeing it. I expect to start seeing stickers of this particular animation of toothless everywhere. Yeah. All right. Incredible. I mean, if Manny, you, Manny says it, we it's believe real. it. Yeah. yeah. Even if you don't believe it now, but you'll believe it later. It, you'll see. You'll see. Another Gen X parent of Gen Alphas has a thing formation can confirm my Gen Alpha kid also says Sussy Baka and also a Minecrafter. I asked my uh, Gen Z uh-huh. and he said, yes, the oh, kids are saying okay. it. Mm-hmm. Kids are say- he said kids are saying it, not that he his friends say it. He said it's like a Minecraft thing. Ah, totally. Okay. So Confirmed. aware. Yeah. hundred yeah. mm-hmm. percent. It's good to have Gen Alpha in the, in the thing pool. It is. Welcome. I'm excited. This yeah. is like a whole a new whole bubbling new, spring of thingitude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe Hood has a thing for our consideration. Welcome home, Molly, Tom, and Rich. I have a thing that completely baffles me. Tunnels. <laughs> well, Joe, they're, they're holes. Well, no, they are. Anyway. Is holes uh, suddenly, tunnels are a huge thing. First, it was the tunnel lady on TikTok who decided to dig a tunnel from her basement and document it. She has been digging it for more than a year and would show up randomly in my algorithm. In December, details came out and a backlash started. She lives in suburban Virginia, is not a physical engineer, but a software engineer has no permits or permission to do this digging. It's been a wild ride. Then last week, a video showed up of Hasidic Jewish men coming out of a tunnel in the ground in New York. Evidently, they dug a tunnel between a historic site and a synagogue traveling under several offices and warehouses. I've not heard about their motivation or methods, but two major tunneling stories in a month seems like a weird thing to happen. Maybe 2024 is the year of the tunnel. Wow. Okay, but but there is a Guardian story about this. Crown Heights Tunnels being a three-decade saga, which is kind of interesting. I don't know if that means like tunnels generally are going to be a right, thing. Right, right. But, but uh, worth keeping an eye on. Worth keeping two, an eye two on. Two is an alert. Not a, not yet a thing, but definitely an alert. In the right. tunnel widen thing, the the brook or the uh, the engineer, um, the the tunnel lady definitely seems like a thing. That's fascinating. Yeah. And heaven help us, because I guess if that's a thing, then more people are going to be trying to do it. I mean, then, of course, there's also there has been like, I don't want to bring us to a downer place, but there has also been a lot of conversation about tunnels because of Hamas. Yes, true. So tunnels are possible. on the brain. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm yeah. thinking that could be a little mm-hmm. bit of an inception thing. Like, maybe you're already thinking yeah, of that because yeah, there's you're been hearing so much. a lot thinking about and then you notice it's a little Bader Meinhof kind of situation. Yeah, I think maybe that's it. But I guess we'll find out. Maybe Who not. knows? We don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's why we do the show, to investigate all the things. Exactly. And to do so in partnership with you, dear listeners, 
thank you for showing up and supporting the show and making it, uh, I don't know, just better every freaking week, particularly by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash it's a thing. You literally pay our salaries and keep the show on the air. Um, and those of you who support us at the shout out level at patreon.com slash it's a thing get custom shout outs week after week. This week's shout outs are based on quotes from middling reviews about the 2006 film 300. This is the movie about Thermopylae, right? Like this, yeah, this, yeah the the it's battle that at, super stylized, like yeah, this yeah, yeah. is Sparta. Sparta. Yeah, Gerard Baker. And so, Gerard, so Rich didn't just go for reviews about an old movie; he went for middling reviews, middling, middling yeah. reviews, not even terrible, right? Just, just, just middling, like, just like, meh, like mid. fine. It's okay. Fine. My deepest objection to Brian John Forcaro is that it is so AB puppy soaked mm. when Valor Trucks arrives to interrupt Lee Price. It's like the seventh inning stretch. Part of the fascination of the Jake Woods story is that it really happened and it helped define real Gabriel Cohen. There's nothing remotely like Joe Hood to be had in Mike Akins. Lara Abel Gluttony is reason enough to see Kevin Sill. And few Eric Duncans overstuff the eyes like A.J. Venturella. So true. Morris Jones will be talked about as a Louis St. Amour achievement, the next blip on the increasingly blurry line between James C. Smith and Benjamin Forrest. <laughs> I just now I've gone all the way. I'm sorry, but I've circled all the way back to Jeremy Allen White uh, with or the arrival of the new phrase overstuff the eyes. Yep. 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 Overstuff the eyes. Indeed, chef. <laughs> thank you for enduring the awkwardness of this week's episode of it's a thing <laughs> thank you to those of you who become have become members the benefits by the way of joining us at patreon.com slash a thing are uh, that you get access to our discord where you can chat along live with your fellow listeners every week you get an ad free rss feed and perhaps a few more benefits that we'll be reviewing in 2024 you can also support the show by buying some stuff through our affiliate links. Now, we might not have actual Italian-style beef, but you can find other things in our shopping page at itsathing.me slash shop and email us your things to feedback at itsathing.me. Looking for the affiliate link to Calvin Klein Underwear right now. See you next week. <laughs> Get it to me.